Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David. As always, thank you for another week of the best, sometimes the worst, sometimes the confusing aspects of being a kinship carer, kinship kids, and everything in between. Uh, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, the easiest way is through our social media, through the uh, the Facebook, the Twitter, uh, the Instagram, the TikTok, uh, through our website itself. Obviously, uh, you can comment on the, the podcast itself. You can rate, review, uh, leave any comments if you have any questions obviously let us know um, uh, any topics that you'd like us to look at um i always love the way i say us because it it's uh, it is just me i'm just this one man band but uh, i do have other people who do help me when there's things I don't, i'm not really sure about but um as always you're going to get to the uh, easiest ways through those those ways now this episode is going to be looking at looked after kids looked after children and what this means and sort of pluses and minuses of it all um it's a really hard one to 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 look at if you if you speak to a lot of kinship uh, families um there is a likelihood that you know a majority of them will have will will have been looked after children um now what looked after children means in the the technical sense of the word is that a child has to have been in care of the local authority for more than 24 hours and they are then known as a looked after kid now it doesn't matter how when this happens um whether it's a case of it was over a period of time but they have to have been looked after by the local authority now by look by the local authority we are talking about they have been uh, looked after by foster parents uh, living in a residential residential children's home or living in residential settings like a school or secure unit. Uh, so basically, it's it's when the child is taken away from the parents or whoever it, the guardians at the time, and they are put into a a a council. I suppose I suppose it, it's when the local authority is technically looking after them. Uh, now this does change. This is different in regards to Scotland, Wales. Um, this is mainly to do with England itself. Now. A lot of people think that this is you know, a horrible thing, you know, having the child in, in, in the care system for no matter even if it's only for one day. But the one thing that is a a an absolute massive shield for being able to do a lot of things is the is the phrase where they look after the child and i will i'll bring it back to for example when we had the lockdown and when we had the lockdown and we had those sort of uh, teaching hubs um in the schools where you could take your, your child and they would go there for essentially lessons um now a lot of the times unless it was a case of they were a um a key worker and the child had to be had to be in school because the person had to be working uh the only other people the only the children that could be part of that are those who were looked after children so if you were you you find this a lot with um with kinship kids unfortunately is that they come into sort of two groups there are the ones that were take removed from uh, from the parents they've gone into care for however long it may be maybe it's just they've just got to get all the paperwork and everything all put together or whether it's a case of that's just been the way it has to have been um while they find someone uh find a relative or a friend or someone who will take the child in uh, or it will be a case of you'll hear this a lot where they'll say they literally went to the hospital the the, the mum had the child and was taken away and now lives with you know the, the, the kinship carer now the issue with that is that at no point because they were never um in 
care because they were never even just again only for 24 uh, you know more than 24 hours even if it's just for for one one day 20 25 hours basically um they're no longer they're not not classed in any way at that time as a looked after child now the thing with this is that there are a lot of as i say things like those those schooling hubs there's a lot of things that your know, children don't get simply because they are not a look after child so these are things like being able to be um you know have, having things like e-hats and e-hcps um, a lot of those are on the basis of whether you ever a looked after child. It's one of the first questions I think you get asked. Once you say no, it's very difficult to then prove, you know, unless there are very much mitigating circumstances, why this child needs this extra support and this extra care. Once you've got that, they are a looked after child. It's a massive shield. And th- this is something that social workers, um, you know, I don't want to say that they mislead people but they certainly do is that they will talk about how oh it'd be better if you literally just took them off off the the mother at birth um and in a way they are right obviously the you know, the child will bond with whoever they bond with in that first you know your 24 48 hours you know in that first week so if they are with the the kinship carer it is a lot more of a an easy progression but you know it's still a case of for that that time you know you, you're you know, they're not classed as a looked after kid even if it is on you know they're being put with that kinship carer as a um as on the basis of you know, the, the the authorities have said that this has to be the case unless you are a foster carer unless you are someone of that nature you the child is never classed as a, as a looked after child uh, the child stops being a look after child when they turn 18. Sometimes it's 21 if there are other, again, mitigating factors, uh, care needs. Um, this may involve them continue to work, live with foster families and those type of things. The one thing that is, and, and it's one of those loopholes that they are trying to, um, they are trying to sort of close, but it is a loophole. And that is, if you go into respite, uh, it can at times be, be classed as being a looked after child and by respite i mean that you essentially take a week off from being the carer of this child that you say that you i can't cope you need a week just to recover or you need a week to sort the bedrooms out or you need a week to do this so they have to go into foster care they have to go into some sort of secure uh living accommodation while while you get this sorted and even if it again even if it is only for those 25 hours it will mean that you they will be then classed as a looked at child because they have been looked after um so if you do find that you are struggling getting these things and they you you bounce against that barrier of are they a looked after child you have the right to ask for respite you know it's it, when, when i spoke to um to keith who was from the um the Southport kinship uh, team. If you've not listened to that episode, you know, he, he he talks you know, quite passionately. I don't know whether this is just a Sefton thing. Obviously, all councils or districts are, this, are different, but you should be allowed access to respite if that is something that you need. If you are someone who you need you know, for the sake of the family, for the sake of the, the placement, if you need a week just to go on holiday. And it's, it's, it, again, these are things where I always say to people, don't ever worry about being selfish. 
because at the end of the day, if you can't look after yourself, the child will suffer. If you can't take care of yourself, if you can't have that, if you, if you are running ragged, going from place to place and going to school, going to work, doing all of these things, if by the end of the day, there's not an hour of that time that you can use for yourself, even if it is just sitting down, um, with a book, even if it's just sitting down and watching Coronation Street or going and have a bath or going and spending an hour in the gym or whatever it is that you, you enjoy doing, if you don't have, you know, there's a reason why they always say it's you know, the eight hour principle, which is it's eight hours, eight hours sleep, eight hours work, eight hours play. That's, that's the, 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 the balanced life is that. Now I will, I will say, I can't remember the last time you know, I actively for a week at least had eight hours sleep, eight hours work, eight hours play. It's usually being eschewed in some way towards work. Um, you know, play is you know, two or three hours at the most. But um, but that's that that's the thing. If you if you feel that the placement is breaking down, this is something you can ask for. You can go to your social work and go to whoever it is that's dealing with you, whether it's post SEO team or wherever it is, and tell them this placement will break down unless you get this help. And don't think that this is you palming the child off to someone else or, oh, you know, and a lot of people do feel this, which it's the guilty premise. And I say, this is why I say, don't, don't worry about, about about this is that a lot of people think well if i ask for if i ask respite it proves i can't do it that's not the case you know how many of us uh put you know, take take the child to the grandmothers and say can you know, can they stay with you for the weekend while we recharge you know it, it's not an uncommon thing to do you know it's so to, to for, for you to say to the local authority well you don't have that support in place you can't just dump them in you sometimes you're not allowed to because of various things you're not allowed to leave them alone with other people they have to be with you there's there's it's really sad sometimes when you actually see that um you know me personally i had this where you know, we, we weren't allowed to leave them with other people unless they've been fully vetted you know and that that was really that was really a, a sad aspect of of of, of of caring for for our child was that we had a year probably about 18 months actually where we were alone where we didn't have that support and again i kind of in ways this is probably why i'm doing this podcast there are ways where i sit there, sit there and think i wish i'd been told respite was available and you wouldn't be looked down on for taking it you know there were times where we were um we were a new family we basically a new family you know we we had We'd been married. We uh, a year after, um, or actually a few months after, you know, getting the child. Uh, my wife became pregnant. We didn't really have any time to really process being pregnant and going to, you know, going to mother care or wherever it would be. We didn't really have that chat because we were running from you know, contact meetings and social worker meetings and other meetings and this and that and filling in forms and doing this. Yeah, you know, we never got that chance, you know, a week just to acknowledge that, you know, in nine months time, there's going to be another child in the family. Uh, and even when that child came along, we didn't have, um, you know, we still had to go from, you know, 
you know, my wife would say, you know, there's nothing worse. You know, she, she, she feels that she was stressed because of that, and that may have obviously uh, affected the child. Hopefully, that's not the case. But it's it is sad sometimes when you actually look at you know the the, the look after child system. Um, so I would I my my biggest thing if you ever take it from this episode is that if anyone offers you you know, to be a look after child in any way shape or form is that you should take it um you know if 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 you are speak if you are if you're listening to this and you listen to this because you were thinking about coming and becoming a kinship carer uh yes the idea of going into the hospital and taking the child and then being yours it sounds a wonderful idea it does it really does you know, when i hear people telling the story it does sound wonderful but then a year later when they say I've been declining this because they're not a looked after child. And it's so pedantic because when you think about it, you go, well, they are a looked after child. You are, you know, for ourselves, we are, we, we work for Liverpool city council. So we surely must be classed as looking after the child, but we're not because we are not these trained professionals, these foster carers, these, you know, secure units, whatever it would be, the, uh, the care systems, uh, and it is that loophole that they like to use, and I, I, I hate to, you know, I'd hate to blame social workers or anything like that. But a lot of the times, it is about misinformation. It's about this will be better for your child. Yes, it would be. Yeah, you, you, you hear this in in so many ways where they'll say it is so much better for them to not have to go from person to person to person to person. And yes, that's true. If they couldn't literally just go from the mother to the foster carer for just as I say, twenty five hours. And then go to you. You will have a massive shield that you can use when it comes to getting the help that you need. And that's really what it's all about. It's about getting that help. If someone had told me, um, you know, we didn't really have the choice with this. If someone had told me this, but you know, this is the thing I tell so many people who are looking to be kinship carers is that if you get that option of taking the child from, from, you know, from the hospital straight away, consider that these are the things that you're not going to be able to have easy access to if something like the covid pandemic happened again you they will not be classed as a uh, as a as a looked after child um there are so many things out there where you you read you you read so many documents where the first question you ask her is where they are look after child it doesn't matter whether they are and that's the main thing that we need to make everyone aware. It doesn't matter if they're no longer classed as a looked after child. If the if the um, if if the council or the authority, whoever it is, have now discharged them, they consider them no longer looked after children. The fact of the matter is, because they were a looked after child, is the most important thing. So if the, if it's a case of just for one day, just for that twenty five hours, they've been in that care system with that foster carer while you got that bedroom sorted. Um, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, at the end of you hear this a lot with um, with kinship stories where they'll say literally someone turned up on the doorstep with a child. And, you know, and this is what, what why with a lot of um, the in, informal care arrangements that you find so it's so difficult for them to get access to anything, to get access to care and, and you know, you, you know benefits and funds and things like that because they, they were no longer classed they're, they're not classed as a, a looked after child however if if it's a case of they were in that care system as i say 25 hours even if it's just a case of you saying you know yes it would, would be so much better 
for them to go straight to you. That one detour, that one 25 hours. And, and you can imagine you sit there saying to yourself, um, you know, it doesn't seem like a long time. It, it may seem like the most you know, longer time that you can have. But if you're having a child, you know, a baby being brought, unless you've been able to prepare beforehand, you know, you, it it's impossible to prepare for a for a child on a normal basis, having one sort of dumped on your lap, um, at four o'clock in the morning or whatever it is that some people say, or having to go to the hospital, you know, it's it's a massive upheaval, you know, and I hate to use those kind of words because it is, you know, we're not, you know, we're not trained to basically be told here's a child, take care of it, you know, we're not, we we generally need those nine months that year to prepare and get a room ready and get a year's worth of nappies sorted and wipes and baby clothes and things like that um you know the, there's a reason why when you start the, the, the kinship uh, journey they would they there are funding available which you can apply for which are for things like getting the room sorted you know, if they if you need new carpeting if you need a cot if you need a pram you know these are you know these are things, you know, yes, over nine months, you will accumulate them over nine months. You'll ask people, you know, who've had children, have you got anything that, you know, have you got a baby bath or you've got um, nappies that you don't use and, you know, that you've not used and talc and baby, you know, everything else. But, um, you know, I remember when my ch- my sister had a child and I literally opened up uh, like a, a storage closet that had, you know, all of this like baby clothes and all the, you know, these are the things that you would do over a nine month period. If you're only given 24 hours or even less than that, it's hard to prepare. Uh, So I would always advise people, if you are given the option for that child to be a looked after child, take it. You don't feel guilty. Don't feel at the end of the day, if you're feeling guilty about about this and you're thinking about, I can't really do that. The the benefit for that child on a long term, it outweighs that guilt, outweighs that 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 24-hour bonding, it doesn't matter who they are with for that 24 hours, they will not bond in the same way as they will for the next 18 years. You know, it's just, it's it's not, it's not possible. Yes, they may have some residual memory of the mother, the foster carer, and then yourself, but then they're not going to, it's not going to be like, a lot of people compare it to like the duckling effect where they will imprint on a, on, on, on whoever they first see. You know, it's, it's not that, you know, it, it's, it, you know, it's not that with children, you know, they can easily, um, you know, bond with whoever it is, as long as they show them the love and care that they should. Um, so that's, that's my thoughts in regards to that. Um, as always, if you, if you have any thoughts or comments, if you have any, uh, any ideas in regards to that, if you, if you are someone who work in the, um, in the care sector and you know all about looked after kids and you think you've got more that you can add to this obviously i'm, I'm a, with the, all of these episodes all i'm doing is giving an overview and a general advice you know this is what i would be telling people if they ask me what you know i've had people say this to me who are going to become kinship carers and they are planning on literally just walking to the hospital when they sister or them whoever it is has given birth and i say give it that day you know, give yourself that day just to prepare and also to get that extra help because being able to tick that looked after child box is a massive shield and it's one that a lot of us definitely need so that's all from me in regards to this episode thank you very much for listening and you've been listening to the kinship care liverpool podcast